All right, guys, welcome back to the Choose Recovery podcast. Uh, we're throwing this on the YouTube channel as well, probably so this video format. Also, I have a couple friends of ours here with us. <laughs> I was joking, Choose Recovery studio, because uh, it's, it's not that fancy. But hey, we're working with it, and we're stoked to have you guys here, Manny and here. Caitlin. Um, so uh, they, we've known them for uh, a few years now. And both of them have been in recovery and in recovery and seeing God just do some amazing things in their lives and in their marriage and in their parenting. Uh, they have a couple of kiddos uh, that are here actually right now with my boys also in the house and they're playing. So maybe we'll hear some of that. Maybe they'll join us in a little bit. Who knows, right? Yeah. Uh, and I love the shirt Manny's got on. It's like one yeah. of my favorites. Looking together, we're stronger than addiction. So here's... Here's what I told them. I just wanted to have a time to bring them on and talk about uh, recovery, your guys' recovery, and like relationships like in marriage and, and some of the challenges and some of the things that you guys have learned and are continuing to learn with that. So uh, it's just launching that way. So uh, I'm looking at you first. I guess we can just launch it with you, Manny. Um, you've been in recovery in the past and God set you free, like just kind of like a short version of your story maybe yeah um man i started out a good kid uh then it just kind of once i turned into a teenager uh started smoking pot and just kind of went downhill from there you know everything you could think of and uh in the midst of all that i actually met this woman here and had a baby and then after that began to get sober uh met her, uh jennifer waller and hearing her testimony and hearing that people can actually be sober yeah. like until that point i'd never met anyone that had been sober so um that was kind of my a lot of my inspiration i felt the spirit through her testimony and that's kind of what set me on the track of wanting to be sober yeah that's sweet, man. And that was in 2017. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere in there is when I met you guys. Yeah. I think something like that. So, because I remember you, we're meeting at Kaladi's, one of our coffee shops around here, and, and you had told me some of that story Yeah. back then. Crazy so, stuff. It's cool. Uh, Caitlin, kind of your version of your, or your shorter version of your story. We'll maybe bring you guys back on sometime and have your full version if right. you want. But kind of short version, and I'm going to combine it. We'll go and talk about like relationships and you guys together a bit. But well, I struggled with depression issues and then had my first Liliana, and then he was struggling in his addiction. And um, I always knew God, and since I was little, and just kept going to church and stuff. And I got into college and everything, we got back on to college and was working and taking care of the kids and just kind of fell back into a depression and um, even though he was sober and everything and we're both sober um, eventually I started drinking and then I started sliding downhill and got into drugs and dancing and um, God pulled me out of that. I prayed one day 
you know, please God, get me out of this situation. And he delivered me, put me on a plane to treatment to Oregon. And there in the treatment center, I got this journal with a flower on it that, and it was pink and on the front of it said, with God, all things are possible. That was the first verse I talked to my daughter and it reminded me, I had all these memories flushing back of how I am a good mother and everything. Came back and went to Freedom House and since then we've just been on this journey together. And Yeah, just knowing you guys throughout the years and stuff, not throughout, I mean, it's not been that long, but I mean, from when I met you guys back in 2017 or whatever it was, and just seeing a lot of, like, not knowing your full history at that point, but learning it as, we, as we've gone. And as my wife, Laura, and I have been able to get to know you guys and met a lot with you and everything, just hearing and seeing the story and the journey that you've been on. And and then we feel, like all of us, like some, we have these moments in life where we feel the tug of the enemy. We feel the tug of the past come on. And even seeing that in both your stories, you know, I remember times where you felt that that tug in various ways, um, different things, um, pressing in a little bit with you on some things, but just giving time, you know, for God to work out things and for you to work out things in your own journey. And and then for you, Caitlin, uh, as well, even at Freedom House and the pull to, to drift back out, you know, and through relapses and things. And um, But yeah, through it all, like you guys were married and stuck it out together and Man, like that is so sweet. And that's the piece that I wanted to mention now is what have you guys learned about marriage relationships when you're both in recovery and both sometimes in the past, even where you've had the struggles and, and even the moments where you've left each other and come back and what you've learned through that whole process? Yeah, just um, for one thing, right off the top is communication is key. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, just learning each other's type of communication and, and how to really connect on a different level. Just being able to talk to each other without it sounding or just being able to word things in a way that we can understand mm -hmm. uh, is, is, has been huge for us. Just uh, saying things, I don't want to say more simply but uh yeah. just being more loving about it and kind of for me i like to tell her what i would like to hear and it seems to kind of kind of click and then the same with her i think um but yeah communication and for us just knowing that this person's always there for me and has really helped me out with you know thinking there's, I have nothing to worry about because not only do I have God, but I got a wonderful gift from God, <laughs> a wife that's been there for me for through thick and thin. So it's like just knowing that I have a partner mm -hmm. and a helper and a, and a, and a life mate. Yeah. It just has been something that I've learned that, I mean, before it was like, she's my friend and stuff, but now I know she's like a soulmate, yeah. you know, and that, that's been something that I've really learned through this, yeah. all, all of our addiction. And then after that, through all the troubles and trials we've been through, still being there and we've actually grown closer together through it all. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Caitlin, what do you think? Any thoughts? Yeah. Um, knowing who we are in Christ, that's a big one yeah. for me. Um, 
because we are not going to get along 24 seven and um, say things that are hurtful sometimes. So knowing like being able to let that just roll off and know that's not him. It's not coming from him, but it's coming from the enemy. Yeah. And um, keeping my focus on God is I think what really helps us and trying to get in the Bible together and extending grace to one another is huge and just being patient with the other person mm -hmm. instead of being quick to anger. I've noticed that's what's really helped. Yeah. Yeah, it's sweet. So like the heart of God is a pursuing heart, right? So like in in our addiction, in our struggle, in our sin, like God pursues us, right? And then we see the beauty of, like, we don't fully understand relationships at first, you know, when we're having friendships and then, and then like we're dating or we get together, you guys hook up, you know, you had a kid together and all that. And you kind of figure out stuff, you know, but then like when you start learning God's plan for relationships and God's plan for marriage, then you learn the picture that God has of his pursuing us out of love and that pursuing towards one another, like is really sweet. And so then you see you know, you have this like dang moment where God shows you um, in a very sweet, deep way how he has pursued us. Right. And now you get to display that as you pursue one another. Yeah. In moments where sometimes you guys go through, uh, have gone, like all of us have different, you know, different things in our past and stuff. Where you go through these moments where it's like maybe, maybe your spouse doesn't even want you in that moment. Or, or you're having conflict, dysfunction, relapse. Uh, struggles, um, kids in the midst of it, babies in the midst of it. And yet it's like, man, the heart of God, I can pursue. And it was interesting, even looking back on some of your guys' journey, how each of you would pursue one another in moments where the other weren't doing this. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was always like one or the other type of deal. It was never at that time, you know, yeah, that both time. all in at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime one of us started to drift, the other would be like, nah, uh. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been together for a long time. Like, you have known each other for a long time. Since, eight like, years? Eight really years we've been together. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's really cool seeing all of this. Like, the beauty, the miraculous, the... And, and I mean, good grief. My wife and I don't have it all together. You guys don't have it all together today. We're all still a work in progress. So, that's kind of, like, maybe the last thing that I was going to ask about uh is uh today right so what helps you guys today through the friction points still today through the struggle points still today well just staying in the word uh and you know kind of the stuff that we've just learned is that uh, The word and then staying in the church family and just having others around kind of, you know, whenever having people to talk to yeah. and people to disciple us has really helped us a lot. And having, um, what's the word? Accountability. Accountability. Yeah. That's the word. Uh, just having accountability. From and not just from each other, but from others too. You know, like even yourself mm -hmm. you know, or, or any of our friends that ask us, like, "How are you guys doing?" Yeah, you guys look like you're doing amazing. You know, someone just mentioned us. Actually, it's happened a couple times. People are like, "Hey, you guys are doing so great from where you were before. It's so awesome that 
I get to see what God has brought you guys through and how close you guys are together now. And I'm like, wow, yeah. you're right. Like years ago, one of us would have jumped in the car in a tiny little argument and squealed out of the driveway. But now we're like, no way, babe. You know, yeah. let's read the Bible or let's let's just pray together. Let's mm-hmm. let's sit in this moment and pray about it and, and just sit in it and love each other through this extend grace you know that's really been something that's it's kind of new to us uh like re- really recently and it just it gets better and better every year i think it's like yeah. a fine wine yeah. <laughs> not that we're con- not that we're condoning wine encouraging people to go out if you're a normie and you can handle it man. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but uh what uh it's a, i know what you mean that's good it's yeah. good man what uh what would you any thoughts you want to add to that question what was the question again that'd be great to refresh my mind even the question was in the struggle i don't know if i'm going to get this right from how i phrased it a minute ago in the struggle moments kind of um like what you've what you've learned today like going forward when things aren't perfect to look at myself i always want to look at him and blame him and I know that about myself to just sit in it for a minute instead of like fight or get angry to look at myself and be like, okay, it's a choice to be angry. You know, it's my choice to get this upset and let it ruin my day. And so to be able to look at myself and be like, okay, what am I doing? And taking ownership in that is huge. And it resolves the problems pretty quick instead of just being like you 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 (laughs) but turn around onto me what's going on with me because usually it's something going on with me yeah no that's sweet it's really helpful parenting too is always a challenge right yeah you guys got two littles two girls yep running around upstairs running around upstairs (laughs) i love it too guys like you may not all know this on uh i mentioned it probably several times on some of these episodes but whether it's videos or podcasts, man, we're just regular people. Everybody that's on this and help with the brand, uh, like literally kids outside, bo- dogs barking. A lot of times when we're doing photo shoots, there's kids on the other side of cameras and dogs and cars driving by. I mean, it's just regular life. Like we're not, <laughs> we're not super, perf- we try to be the best we can, but um, as far as like the content goes, but we're real life. We want to be that way and kind of intentionally as well, authentic and genuine. So. Um, this is just uh, Manny and Caitlin talking authentic, genuine relationships and marriage and just what they've learned in recovery um, throughout the years. And the same thing goes with, with parenting, you know. Um, yeah. I've personally seen you guys uh, make great strides in learning and figuring that out. Um, just like my wife and I have had to learn and figure things out. Not that we're perfect by any means, you know, but we're all in that kind of together. You know, what one kid how they function from another kid is different, you know? Yeah. And then their past too, you know, maybe we could comment on that for a second. Like, so your kids, how old are they now? Five and two. Almost six and almost three. Almost six and three. Wow, almost six and, that's crazy. So almost six and three and thinking through all of the, all of the, well, for lack of a better way to put it, like hellishness, right? right. During some of those seasons yeah. that they went through, um, there's a lot of like, traumatic type stuff that that they're still kind of recovering from themselves even though they didn't even realize it you know at right. six and three or five and two so what what have you guys done or still learning to do um that would help people out there 
Well, my something that helped me a lot was I actually went to a parenting class. And this parenting class was uh, at Penn CC and it starts in February. So I think they have it maybe every February, but it's like an eight week course. Uh, you meet every Wednesday, I think, and it's just awesome. And that really, it teaches you about anger and how every child is different. And, um, you know, no child comes with a manual. So <laughs> you have to learn them as they go. So, uh, I mean, I learned a lot just from trying to teach my children. They, they're teaching me. It's, a, it's like a give and take kind of. And uh, yeah. just for me, realizing, because I grew up, with a pretty hellish background myself, you know, uh, dad is a alcoholic and yeah. um, he actually, had, he, he's been a great father, uh, but he, he did have problems with like anybody else. And, um, I would, I watched a lot of TV growing up uh, and that was something that in my background, I, I, it was the easiest way for me to like, oh, I can't deal with the kids. Let's put them in front of the TV, you know? And th that class was really uh, part of what taught me to not do that. Healthy tools, healthy coping tools on um, just screen time's not good and uh, what you can do other than that. Uh, rather than putting them in front of the TV, just sit down and get on their level and talk to them. And that's been something that's really helped me grow in my parenting. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah, Caitlin, anything to add? Parenting class. Yeah. Different one, though. But another big thing was um, to let them know that they have a choice in the matter and that their choices is what leads, can lead to consequences or to um, not consequences, basically, making a good choice or a bad choice and setting boundaries with them and then being consistent. <laughs> That's huge. And getting on to their level and getting to know them. And that's really big for them. And that really helps them feel confident and listen to you more too, and helps bring down a lot of the anger. And just sitting down and praying with them and reading the Bible with them helps a lot too. And over time, like at first they rejected it. But now our five-year-old, she says prayers before she goes to bed all by herself. Mm -hmm. Our two-year-old, she'll recite prayers back to you as you're praying. At dinner time too. Yeah. They both, they like used to, it was daddy always did the praying for dinner. Now both the kids can pray almost as good as I can. So yeah. It's really encouraging. So teaching them to go to God in those times too, and that we're not perfect. That's a big thing is we're not perfect and we're trying and we're trying together as a family. Yeah. And we're not going to leave. Yeah. I love that. It's so cool. And just those stories like that they're going to remember like growing up with it, the, the life experience that they know and you guys are continuing to teach them that, hey, like what it once was for you guys as a family, it's, it's not that anymore. Like you guys are growing and maturing and there for one another, like what you said there towards the end as far as like we're not going anywhere and we're there for each other and you guys are um, united and stuff. Super awesome. So... Um, well, I just wanted to share that a little bit, just some, uh, a little bit more, uh, uh, random kind of jumping in here and there, but here a little bit of, of their stories, their recovery stories, testimonies, uh, we just kind of scratched the surface, maybe we'll circle back around and do another one in the future on that, but then as we did jumping into marriage and everything, 
So yeah, uh, parenting and, and what you guys have seen God do in your lives through it. So appreciate you guys for jumping on so much. Yeah. And there's such power, as you guys would agree with this too, I know, in sharing stories. Yeah. And because it like relates to people that totally. will be out there that may hear it. So, yeah. Any, any last words to give a shout out? Um, yeah, just thank you for Axe and um, everyone who has helped us. Yeah, totally. Has supported us through this journey. Yeah, there's a big list. Yeah. That's sweet. We've <laughs> got a really awesome community and... here in Silvada. Yeah. In Kenai. Yeah, this community of Alaska is pretty sweet. Wherever you're tuning in or watching this from, uh, I don't know if you have that community there, if you can be a part of creating that community, but be that healthy crew, that healthy family around other people, make a difference because it's a team effort. Yeah, right. It really is. All together. So it takes a village to, to raise a family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in the Choose Recovery podcast or a video on the YouTube channel and have a blessed rest of your day, morning, evening, whatever time it is, wherever you're at in the world watching or listening. So, all right. Take care, guys.